do, good buddies? Welcome to episode I lost track months ago of the Hey Okay Ha Happy Hour, the worst titled podcast in the history of podcasts. I'm your host, MP Steiners. I hope you're having a good February, February. Last month I learned how to spell, right? It's like Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. Both, and I always think of Wednesday as the February of weekdays, so it is fitting in the sense that they both suck. February sucks. Wednesdays suck. Everybody shits on Monday. Monday gets all the heat. It's the scapegoat of the days. Gets no love. Fuck you, Monday. But Wednesday, Wednesday's actually the worst day. Because by Wednesday... You're, oh, it's hump day. It's called hump day for a reason. All right, you get over the hump. Then it's smooth sailing. Everybody loves Friday. Friday can't get enough love. Oh, Friday. You're such a special day because I could stay up late tonight. And I still have two days off to look forward to. Saturday's great, but you're you're in the middle. You're like, I, I should be happy. This is the best day of the week. Why am I not feeling 100%? Then you realize, oh, I got a Sunday. I got stuff to do. Got to go to church. Got to referee the local CYMDA basketball. Whatever the fuck you do on Sunday. It's supposed to be the day of rest. It's supposed to be the day that God tells you, just chill out, man. Just sit around. Do nothing. Can we do that? No. Right? We're conditioned. Got to work, 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 work. Work, 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 work. I better better practice something if I'm not doing something. Work, 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 work. So Sundays suck. Saturdays are bittersweet. Fridays get all the love. But I, I maintain Thursday. Underrated. Underrated day. Thursday. Because you can go out on Thursday night. I don't care what your liver says or your friends or your doctor. You can go out on Thursday night. Because you got one more work day. Fuck it. It's Friday. It's casual Fridays, baby. Is, any, is anybody going to notice that you're phoning it in? That you're half-assing it in your jeans? It's casual Friday, you know? Hey, you can wear denim now. You're free. You're free today. You can wear whatever you want. You can look like a... Uh, a slob today. I don't get the jean thing. Why are jeans casual? Because they come from the working man. They started out as working pants. Working man's pants. Got a loop for my hammer. I got some sturdy material. It's not going to get a hold too easily. Working man. And then we started wearing it in the 50s. All the cool guys, right? With their duck tail haircuts. And their greased back combs and their their leather jackets that are too short. They end above their waist, which I never understood. It's got to get cold, man. That wind comes up. You're going to get that that wind underneath your, your too short a leather jacket. Is it because they wanted to show their asses? Is that what was going on? Huh? Were the, were the 50s really that manly? Were they really that straight-laced or was it all, was it all a lie, man? I don't know. All I'm saying, Thursday. Not a bad day. Today's Wednesday. Here I'm shitting on Wednesday. I'm shitting on February. And today is one of, what, three Wednesdays in February? I'm sorry. I don't want to be Debbie Downer. But hey, here's the good news. If today is the shittiest day of the year, it's all smooth sailing for me. 
today's going to be better than tomorrow's going to be better than today. Today sucks that bad. Some kind of light at the end of the tunnel analogy. Darkest before the dawn. I'm grabbing at straws here, folks. Trying to trying to delay talking about the news, I guess. Whatever's been happening in the last, I don't know, what is it, 15, 16 days since I jabbered at you. More and more news. It's like accelerating. Things just, oh, what happened? We had, we had uh, Joe Rogan was, there was an attempted cancellation of Joe Rogan. I guess it didn't work. Then we had, uh, uh, as of right now, I think World War III is starting. That should be at least interesting, you know? Never lived through a world war. Lived through some wars, but never a world war. It's hard to even say. World War. <clears throat> world War Three. Uh, I don't know why. You know, you read the news stories, it's, it seems reasonable. It seems outrageous. Hey, we, he can't do it. But like, who gives a fuck? What does this have to do with me, you know? Because I'm like you. I'm just a, a selfish, self-absorbed idiot. That's what I am, right? So I think to myself, what's this have to do with me? I don't even, I've never even been to Ukraine. Uh, actually, that's not true. I was in Kiev one time. I had to switch flights in Kiev. No, was that true? Yeah, it was true. Didn't really pay attention. I was in the airport for two, three hours. Didn't know. Couldn't tell you where I was. You know how airports all look the same? But I did have an inkling that I was in Eastern European Europe, Eastern European, Eastern Europe, because all of the, uh, the a lot of the folks, a lot of the men, you know, with the short haircut, the buzz cut, I was noticing the backs of their heads were mighty flat, you know, like their neck just went straight up. I don't want to disparage anybody. I just said, just saying, I noticed that. I just noticed it. I regret noticing it, okay? Could have been a coincidence. Maybe there was like a flat back of our head convention going on, and these guys were all on the same flight. But a lot of flat back of the heads. Somebody was telling me, I don't know who it was. There was somebody in healthcare like, hey, that's uh, because when you're baby, your head's soft, and if you lay on your back too much... It'll flatten the back of your head. So it's not, I'm not making like like ethnic generalizations here. It's environmental. It's, na- it's nature, not nurture. Oh, it's nurture, not nature. Oh, I was doing so well before I fucked that one up. Anyway, what else is going on? We got that. We got uh, the government, Biden administration was sending out crack pipes to people. Sounded a little crazy. Sounded too weird to be true. You're right. When I saw that, I was like, "Nah, that's that's that can't be. That's an onion. That's a Babylon B story, man." And then Snopes or somebody—I forget who it was—one of those debunkers—they swooped in to the rescue, and they were like, "The headlines are misleading. The pipes can also be used to smoke." Meth. <laughs> oh, so who's old enough to remember the eighties? Who's old enough to remember when the government would send out actual crack? Remember the Reagan administration, the CIA under Reagan, confiscating cocaine from Central and South America, and then having like 
you know, these guys looking at 10 to 15 years in prison and going to them, hey, you want to not go to prison and make a whole lot of money? Huh? You want to be a drug kingpin? We got a bunch of this cocaine, and our our uh, chemists have discovered how to make a new thing called crack. You want to see it? You want to see this shit, man? Check it out. You got some baking powder? Or is it baking soda? I am not a crack expert. Come on over here. Let's do this, man. And now you got the wholesale deal. All you got to do, collect a little bit of intelligence for us on political dissidents, and you can spread this drug throughout your community. You're going to make a lot of money. You're going to be respected. You're going to be driving the nicest car on the block. Who can say no to that? Haven't you always been a little overlooked, unappreciated? Wouldn't you like to be respected as a big man? Here, here's some crack. <laughs> just sell it to your community. It's all you got to do. Well, it's like a pyramid scheme. You just need five guys below you, five guys below them. By the time we get to four layers, ain't nobody going to know. Ain't nobody going to know, man. You'll never go to prison. Oh, the guys under you, they'll go to prison. Oh, yeah. But you'll never go to prison, right? In the 80s, then the drug war, they called it a war. <laughs> hey, we're going to have a war. On inanimate objects, war has been declared on drugs in particular neighborhoods, right? They send in the fucking militarized police, busting down doors. Freeze! Put your hands up! Put your hands up! Right? Guns drawn, occasionally shooting people. They'd shoot them. They'd arrest them. And it was the war. It wasn't like today, you know, drug drug use with like the opioid and the meth, even the meth. It's always like addiction is so hard. Like it's mental health is so. If you're feeling bad, reach out. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Addiction is so bad. It's like a medical thing now. It wasn't like that in the '80s. Not at all. The war on drugs was a war on people. That's what I remember seeing. I remember seeing doors getting beat down and people getting arrested and drawn guns at. I didn't see uh, the the drugs were actually taken into protective custody. Like the, the police would be like, hey, okay, here's the drugs. Be careful now. They're fragile. We wouldn't want to hurt the drugs. What kind of war is this? When you're protecting the alleged enemy and the victims of the enemy, you're treating like they're the enemy. I thought drugs were bad because they hurt people, and we need to declare war on drugs to protect people. Isn't that the pretext for it? Or did we memory hole that? Right? And then Gary Webb, investigative journalist du jour, wrote a series, an investigative series, on the CIA's program that I just described. Talked to people, interviewed them, got some primary sources, put it out there. And what happened to Mr. Gary Webb? You remember? I don't want to spoil the, 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 the story. But he shot himself in the head twice. <laughs> Man, that's a bad beat. You don't want to go out, shoot yourself in the head twice. You know, once is what you want to go for. That's 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 bad enough, I would assume. But man, that second shot after you sh- he was probably suicided. But let's say, okay, let's get morbid. But God bless Gary Webb. And then we memory hold the whole thing. We said, oh, Gary Webb was a crackpot. He was depressed. He was a failure. He was so off the mark, he had to shoot himself twice. 
Oh, the sound of the truck horn tells us it's time to check in on the Freedom Convoy up in frigid Canada. Let's see what's going on. Hmm. Well, this is interesting. Looks like not only is Canada not going to give in to the protesters' demands, the truckers' demands, that the vaccine mandate be lifted, as it has elsewhere. I mean, England just got rid of all their COVID restrictions. The vaccines don't stop transmission, so what is the debate about? They don't stop transmission. Don't mandate them. Pretty simple. Even if a vaccine did stop transmission, government mandating a medical procedure is insane. But they don't stop transmission, so logically, cities, counties, states, countries are Stopping the mandates, right? They're indefensible. But Canada's doubling down. This Justin Trudeau douchebag. The uh, the police are basically uh, coming in, arresting people on horseback. They're trampling old. There's see that old lady on a with a walker. An old lady with a walker. Turns out she's a uh, indigenous uh, Mohawk. She's a member of the Mohawk tribe. An elder. She's fucking trampled by horse. Horses, or at least a horse, didn't count the horses, but, you know, one horse has four fucking hooves. She's in the hospital, and if that weren't enough, now Trudeau has declared a state of emergency. He basically claimed emergency powers to get this, freeze bank accounts. This motherfucker is freezing protesters' bank accounts. Not only that, but people who donate money. If you give 15 bucks, hey, here you go, truckers, $15, go, freedom. You get your bank account frozen. That is tyranny. I don't know what to tell you. I like in the West, every time there's a clearly tyrannical uh, measure taken, we gaslight ourselves. We're like, well, it's not real tyranny because, you know, it's, it's, it's necessary. It's like none of this shit is necessary. None of it. It's a big power grab. Freezing bank accounts? Are you shitting me? Think about the implications. So basically, that means the government at any time can take all your shit. All your shit. Freeze all your shit. Take away your ability to feed yourself. But they don't as long as you don't get out of line. Well, you weren't at the protest. You're a good citizen with your vaccine and your man. You're fine. You don't have to worry about yours. If it's this issue... This year, it'll be another issue, some other decade. But basically, if you disagree with the government, they can just take your shit. That's insane. I'm a cynical fuck, but not even I thought this was on the table. Uh, uh, recent news. i got to update you. Canada instructs banks to unfreeze Freedom Convoy accounts. Finance office tells lawmakers process started Monday, days after police largely shut down COVID-19 protest in Capitol. They started Monday to unfreeze the accounts. Isabel Jacques, a senior official in Canada's finance department, told lawmakers Tuesday. The step marks a reversal for the liberal government, which has argued the sweeping power to freeze bank accounts and other assets was crucial during what was declared an emergency Period. The protesters were peaceful. I thought protesting and having your voice heard was a inalienable right. Maybe not in Canada. Is that is that what the fuck? And it doesn't matter what side you're on. 
the right to protest should be protected. I don't give a fuck if you're Black Lives Matter, you're Freedom Convoy, whatever the fuck it is, you can't allow the government to willy-nilly decide, well, I'm going to freeze all your assets. Going to make your life a living hell because you stepped out of line. Why? Because governments are always right. Governments are not always right. In fact, it appears, if anything, they're always wrong. (laughs) Even if it was 50-50, you can't give that kind of authority. Now the motherfucker is not relinquishing the power. They're unfreezing the accounts. Uh, The power became available over a week ago when Prime Minister Justin Trudeau invoked rarely used emergency measures in an effort to end a roughly three-week protest calling for all COVID-19 vaccine mandates and related social restrictions to be rescinded. The Ottawa protest involving thousands of individuals and hundreds of trucks, hundreds of trucks, yeah, thousands of trucks, motherfuckers, inspired blockades at crucial U.S.-Canada border crossings. I don't know, Canada, what the fuck is going on up there, but uh, God bless you. God speed to you. Oh, Canada. You silly fucks. Oh, Canada. You're too polite and nice. Oh, Canada. Don't you have guns? Or do they get rid of those? Y'all are hunters, aren't you? I don't know. But it's fucking getting weird out there. Uh, But the good news is a lot of places are rescinding the vaccine mandates. As it becomes undeniable that the vaccines do not stop transmission. They do not stop. We never said they stopped transmission. Pretty sure you did. Um, so f- places like Philadelphia recently lifted the vaccine mandate. Places like all of England, which is actually making a trip to London mighty tempting. Never been. Never been to London. I don't know if I have one. I don't know if I, I'd be lucky if I had one listener in the UK. If there's anybody listening in the UK. Send me an email and let me know why I should not go or why I should or why you don't give a fuck either way. Uh, MP at Hey okay, ha, Happy Hour. So you can travel. That means, right, you can travel. You don't need to. I suppose I can look it up. How about that, you dumb bastard? So you don't need to test, right? If you, if you fly into, let's say you fly into London, uh, let me say travel requirements. COVID, England, as much as I shit on England, I I do, I am interested in your, in everything you have going on over there, I I hear it's quite lovely over there, and jolly old England, travel to England from another country during coronavirus, let's see what this says, if you are fully vaccinated, I'm not, if you are not, this is what you need to do to qualify before you go, you must take a COVID-19 test to be taken in the two days before you travel. Book and pay for a COVID-19 PCR. Complete a UK passenger locator form. You know what? I'm out. I'm out. Let's see if that's maybe old. I'm going to go to the news section here. Um, oh, Queen of England has COVID-19. What is she, like 95 um, that's that's tough. If you're 95, it doesn't matter what you got. That's not. Uh, it's probably not good. Uh, when do COVID rules change? Data. Test. 
and a name. Okay, cool, cool. We, we're on to something here. Prime Minister Boris Johnson has confirmed the end of all COVID restrictions in England, including the requirement to self-isolate after testing positive. He also controversially announced that free lateral flow tests will no longer be provided from April. I don't know what that means. Um, the majority of the changes will come in Thursday, February 24th. So tomorrow, starting tomorrow. So shout out to the UK, I guess just England, for your, your upcoming freedom. I guess privileges. If the government can take them away, they're not, it's not rights, it's their privileges. Cheerio to you. Cheerio to you, British chaps. Pip, pip, cheerio. And it looks like you're going to have a king soon. Don't want to be too glib about the queen situation, but let's face it. She's 95. You know, you're a human being. You're 95 years old. You're, you're going you're gonna to die soon. You know, it's, it's an unfortunate fact of biology. So you're going to have a king. King Charles. It's going to be weird. I guess it's weird enough to have a queen. Who cares if it's a king? But when Americans hear king... You know, the king of Britain. We don't like that. We much prefer it when y'all have a queen. That makes you less threatening, right? There's something in the American DNA. Oh, what? Them fucking Brits got a goddamn king? Is he controlling our currency? How? Are we indirectly paying a tax for that motherfucker? Did they just tell us he don't have no power? That doesn't seem to sit right with me. I think they're up to something. Them fucking, that fucking king. Them kings, man. You got to watch out for man. So, uh, so shout out to the, to the soon to be King, King Charles, or as I will, will always refer to him as King Chuck. King Chuck, Chuck. Aren't his eyes a little too close together? Looks like his eyes are trying to merge into one eye. Like he's in a transitionary stage between being a human and a cyclops. King Chuck, 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 a very strange man. Isn't Prince, is Prince Andrew in prison? Fucking pedo? Epstein's boy? Guy, I'm sorry. He's a. I'm a full-grown man. I'm a full-grown, evil man. Let's see where Prince Andrew is now. King Chuck, Chuck. Prince Andrew reportedly mocked by palace insiders with nursery rhyme. I don't give a fuck, New York Post. Come on, give me, give me the whereabouts. Is this guy? In prison, or where is he? The uneasy reality of Prince Andrew's grand exile. So he's in exile. Because what good is a 40 million pound mansion when the adoring masses are gone? Oh, Prince Andrew. Ghislaine Maxwell's in prison. Didn't get any info on who was doing the raping. Because you think that would be the first question anybody with a moral sense or uh, loyalty to the law would say. Hey, who's been doing the raping? Let's get these rapists in prison, maybe. Nope. Nope, they're running around in exile. 
Oh, is it true what they say, though? Is the sin its own punishment? You know, is Prince Andrew, is he is he happy in, in exile? I'm just a, just a happy-go-lucky guy. Whole world knows I'm a pervert. I'm an evil fuck from a corrupt family of monarchs. But boy, this cognac tastes good, right? What solace can you can you take? I don't know. What the fuck am I talking about? Let's let's move on, shall we? Shall we move on? One last look at the news here because it's it's at that point now where there can be like a nuclear bomb has been detonated in North New Jersey. Uh, let's see. I'm sorry for saying I'm not. Don't want to put that in the universe. Be bomb somewhere further away from me, right? It's all about me. Me. Cyber attacks hit Ukrainian border. I'm sorry. Not border. That was a, I misspoke. Ukrainian government and banking websites are hit by cyber attacks. Shoo. All right. Because I'd rather have, you know, websites get hit with cyber attacks than real things get hit with bombs. But... Either way, it's not so good. A number of important websites in Ukraine were hit by denial-of-service attacks Wednesday, a web monitoring group said, as Ukraine faces the threat of an imminent Russian invasion. So Ukraine's got two choices. Hey, you want to be a puppet state of Russia? Or do you want to be a puppet state of the U.S.? Take your pick. Choose wisely. You've seen what we're capable of. Okay. Anyway, um, on a serious note, let's avoid World War III. Can we, can, can we all get together and just live in harmony? What a concept. Sounds like a hippy-dippy statement. But let's just not blow each other up into little bits. Hmm? Can we all agree on that? Getting blown up to little bits? It's not fun. We can disagree on other things. We can disagree on the efficacy of the so-called vaccine. We can disagree about what to do with protesters when they block the streets and demand the government listen to them. We can disagree about that, but I think we can all agree getting blown up to little bits is less preferable than not getting blown up to little bits. Hey, look at us ending on an agreeable note. Uh, that's been the Hey OK How Happy Hour. Uh, you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. I'll jabber at you in a few days to a couple weeks. And until then, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Bye-bye.